So here's the backstory of our show, Detours. When I say detours, what do you think about? Well, that's the question I asked our panel on this show, and it's really fascinating because everybody had a different point of view. I always thought detours was, ugh, something that delayed me, something that made me go in a different direction that I didn't want to do because it was going to take longer. Well, that's the whole point. And I think why this show came about was that, well, we had a great guest come up, Laura Story, worship leader, singer, songwriter, who looks so sweet. And if you actually looked at her, you were like, oh, nothing ever has happened bad to you. And then when she sat down and talked to me, it was like, oh, yeah, she has gone through a lot of things. And she called it detours, that you think life is going to go one way. And then detours happen in your life that kind of have you do sort of a course correction, a change in direction of your life. But in the end, depending on how you choose to embrace change and detours, life surprisingly can go in ways that you never expected. And actually, if you sit long enough and quiet and you kind of assess it and you talk to God about it, you're like, I get it. Not what I wanted, but what did I learn through that experience? And so detours was shot in Abbotsford, BC with some really um, amazing people, so inspiring. and. Honestly, I didn't know that they were going to get this honest. When I said, hey, share your, share your one big detour or major change in life, I thought they might be honestly a little surface. But as soon as I said it, uh, one of the guests, Idolette, just went for it. And from there, every guest shared deep, deep, deep challenges that they've experienced that they didn't want to go through, that rocked their world that changed so many things about how they see the world and their life. And the detour took them in a totally different direction, sometimes physically, but a lot of times it was more emotionally and spiritually and mentally and understanding why they had to go through that. Um, I, I shared too about uh, my own detour and it was great because we shared honestly and authentically about those challenges and then we shared about what were some of the learnings. Here's the thing about life that I'm finding is that when life doesn't go your way, you have a choice. You have a choice to either remain the victim, a choice to be angry, a choice to be stuck, a choice to be fearful, a choice to be resistant, a choice to be isolated, or you have a choice to say, I have to take everything in me, get some help, and step out and be courageous, knowing that God is with me, not knowing anything about what's gonna happen the next step and the next step, but trusting God that you have me and I'm gonna be brave and courageous with community uh, going forward in this new space. And so detours can be exciting, they're scary. Don't get me wrong, they are scary. But they can also be exciting times for us to say, okay, in this change, what am I learning about myself? What am I learning about the world? Wait, God, are you getting my attention on this? And if we're not hearing from God and God is silent to you and you're like, what in the world is going on? Maybe sometimes it's good just to sit in the silence and sometimes you'll never know. But it's that faith and trust that you have breath, that you're living, and then it's time for you to say, okay, maybe I need to recalibrate and how can I make a difference in my world in this new season? How can I love myself and love others, serve in a way that God is calling me to. So this show was amazing. I loved it. I'm still learning about, you know, embracing the detours because I'm a bit of a control freak. Um, but 
I think you'll be encouraged by this show, and that's the backstory. Hi, and welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and we're in beautiful Abbotsford, British Columbia, in a chalet, thanks to this guy beside me here and his wife, Joyce, who've invited us to talk about change, detours, things that have changed the trajectory of our lives. And I think we have a great panel today who are going to have some great stories and encouragement for us today. So let me just get in and, and introduce you right away. So we've got Anne Miranda. You're the pastor at Village Church in Surrey, B.C., married to Carlos and two kids. Well, welcome. I can't wait to hear your story. And next to me, we have Sherry Westby. You're the pastor at Sunrise Church, um, Mama Three and a labor and delivery nurse. Ooh, yeah. that, there's some good stories oh, there. I know, I know. <laughs> and then to my left, I know, Brian Dirksen, award-winning singer and songwriter and the gracious host who has invited us here today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's been fun. And then Idolet McVicker. Welcome. You're the founder of Sheila's Magazine. You're a writer, immigrant mother of three, and a restaurant wife. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to visit your restaurant. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so, okay, let's just start off really quickly. When I say detours, what comes to mind? Detours, a visual or, or word that comes when I say detours? Frustrated. Ah, okay. You're driving and it's like, go over there, right? Go over there, yeah. go around. Okay, frustrated. Detours. Change. Change, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think oh. so too. Being creative on the go, like fast. Yeah. You gotta make decisions, right? Yep. Yeah. That's good. Detours. Delay. Oh, yes. I never thought of that one. What a detour does, especially in, in Toronto, it's delayed for hours. You know that, Brian. <laughs> and what about detours? For Alter you? in direction. Yeah. Right. There's, yeah, like the change. Something's happening. Yeah. I agree with all of you. And as much as I'm trying to be that kind of person who's like, oh, I'm so flexible and I love change, bring it on. I would say a lot of it is this whole surprise, surprise. As much as I'm like, oh yeah, I love surprises, I don't. And change can actually you know, put you face to face with it. And I actually don't like surprises. All right, well, when we come back, we're gonna hear from this great panel about their major detours and moments in their life that changed their lives forever. I know it's dramatic, but wait till you hear their stories. That's coming up. Start your week off with me in your inbox. Sign up for our weekly newsletter today for exclusive content of See Here Love. Blogs, behind the scenes footage, and access to giveaways you'll love. Sign up today and let's start our week together. Well, we're back talking about detours and when life doesn't seem to go your way, what do you do? And I'm here with a great panel uh, to discuss their detours and be inspired by their stories. And I think, Anne, let's start with you and just share that moment that has happened in your life. Yeah, I, there's so many of those moments, yeah. honestly, in the kind of trajectory of my life where God's like, hey, pivot here, okay, here, pivot here again. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh my goodness, again, pivot here. <laughs> So I think the very first uh, time I could actually hear that he was saying, all right, this is a big pivot. I was 19 years old and I did not grow up in a Christian home. Mm. And it was, now you're going to leave what you think is right and how you've been living your life and you're going to pivot. I think a Samaritan woman where mm -hmm. it's like, leave that water jug and start like run, run mm -hmm. into a different direction. And so 
that was the first time where a massive change had happened. And then probably about 10 years into a relationship or a life with Christ, uh, there is another pivot where it's like, hey, let's start exploring a different career, a totally, <laughs> you know, totally different career uh, change. Um, and that was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think along that journey, there's also a pivot where uh, for a very long time in my life, I held this a secret. It was my secret to hold on to, but I didn't realize how, uh, how heavy it was to hold mm -hmm. on to a secret of being abused as a child. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to this point in a relationship with Christ, where he was like, hey, you know what? I can actually take that secret. If you bring that secret to life, I'm going to cause you to pivot again. And now you're actually going to walk out healing and walk out freedom and walk out uh, just truth. Yeah. And that story is going to have purpose. All that pain within that story is actually going to have purpose. So you just sort of listed three, three pivots or three detours that have happened in your life that made a significant change for you. Massive change. Thanks for sharing that. It's good. Yedalette, your major detour in your life. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, like Anne, there, were, there has been several, but the one that's coming to mind to me is I was about 16 years old, and I was living in South Africa. I was, I was born and raised in South Africa. I'm a white Afrikaner woman, and I was 16, and I was reading this book that had recently been unbanned. It was mm -hmm. called A Dry White Season, and I remember reading that book, and I'm like, oh, my word there is a whole other reality that I had no idea about, that I had been so caught and, and grown up and raised in my white bubble, and suddenly my world just completely changed. Mm -hmm. So what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. Complete awakening, 16-year-old uh, had no, yeah. What do you do with that? Mm -hmm. So now, how do I make sense of the world and who God is? And part of the problem for me was that the church had created the apartheid mm -hmm. theology. So what do I do with God? What do I do with school? Where we had studied apartheid and huge, huge detour. detour. Because that's just, that's a learning and education, a belief system that actually has to be completely like deconstructed and changed. And that, I mean, I, I can't even imagine what that would look like for you. Incredible. Thank you. Wow. That, that's big. I'm like, this is a big show of detours. This needs to be like a four-hour show. Wow. All right. Um, so for me, I always thought, like when I was a young girl, that I would be a missionary nurse in Africa. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to take the control. And But I did feel it was from God. So I became a nurse and did some missions trips. And I thought I would be a single missionary nurse in Africa. So I really... Um, yeah, believe that, that that's what God wanted. And then I did not want kids, thought that would never happen. And mm -hmm. God just um, totally to a man <laughs> who was married before, whose wife passed away and who had a son. And mm -hmm. so that was a big detour for my life. Mm -hmm. And that has led into many other detours with that. So now I'm a mom of three, we're pastoring wow. together. Um, yeah, and just with women's ministry, it's, it's crazy. But God, yeah, it's just been great. Some big detour there too. Okay, thank you for sharing that. 
Brian. Well, Joyce and I were high school sweethearts. We've just celebrated our 35th anniversary, mm. but we were, we were high school sweethearts and um, we had five children and we had found out that our son had a condition called Fragile X and would require care for the rest of his life. And we had this stirring inside us that we should have one more child and we hoped and prayed as did many other people around us and had words and sense that this was right and that we were gonna have a son who wouldn't have Fragile X Syndrome, could mm -hmm. carry on the Dirksen name and all of the dreams that you have as a father and a mother. And uh, to, to use the language of the Psalms, we prayed for deliverance from Fragile X and we were not delivered. And we had another son with Fragile X who will require care for the rest of his life. And the weight of the future just came pouring over us and the sense of our life has just changed. Now we have two special needs boys and what I even do, you know, I do music and I travel and well, I'm gonna have to cut that back, all of that. It was a, use the language of detour. This was not what we expected, yeah. not what we hoped for. We're in a different place now because of what happened 20 years ago mm -hmm. um, than we would have been if we would yeah. have got what we thought we want, really wanted and prayed for. Yeah. I wanna get to what happened next after those detours. But I want to go now to an interview I did earlier with Laura Story. She's a Billboard, Grammy, and Dove Award singer-songwriter. And she shares about the detours in her life and how she got through them. Let's take a look. <laughs> Laura, so good to uh, have you here. Thanks for having me, what a treat. I know, this is great, and welcome to the living room. I love it. <laughs> On the show today, we're talking about not allowing our circumstances to determine our happiness. On that, you also talk about finding deep joy in God. So part of my story mm -hmm. is my husband, uh, when we were married just two years, was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Mm -hmm. And that played into our story in the sense that we had this perfect plan, like exactly what we wanted our life and marriage and family yes. to look like, all of that. Yep, that's resonating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, within just the first two years of our marriage, we realized uh, that that plan wasn't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And ultimately that God's plan for us was very different than what we thought. And you have a lot to, I mean, if, if the things that we listed about your life, so, you know, your husband, and then- <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot, and I say that I have this, you know, um, you know, the failed adoption, a miscarriage, surgery for your son. I mean, these are things that for many people would take them out. Well, and part of it, I think there's, there's the choosing joy. You know, the scriptures talk about rejoice in all things. But there's also, I had to learn to mourn those things as well. Learn that those That's losses, uh, that it's not non-unchristian mm -hmm. to, to hurt over loss and to be disappointed when, when God's plan looks very different than our own. You know, Laura, one of the things I love within this, you know, topic and theme is that if life isn't the way that you want it, you, you actually call it detours. It's mm. the, these detours yeah. are part of the journey. I love that because we actually kind of look and say, this is the journey. I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna go to college, university, I'm gonna graduate, I'm gonna get a job, I'm gonna get married, I'm gonna have kids. Yes. So I'm gonna just like do everything that I know is going, that is going to make that life happen. Yes. Well, that's not, 
That doesn't happen. No, and you that's talk not about reality. these detours. If we believe that God is in control, if we believe that He has written our stories before the foundations of the earth, maybe there is something He's doing, a way that He's working that that we can't quite see the full picture of in that moment. Um, but He's always, when you think about from the scriptures, He's a faithful God. Yeah. And I want to have the faith to believe that His plan is good, even when it's taking that detour that I don't really understand. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Well, now let's go back to our panel so that we can discuss what Laura just shared with me. Thank you, Laura, for your thoughts and your story and how you got through your detour. So inspiring. Well, let's come back to our panel here. And Anne, you talked about those sort of three detours and the different pivots. But what helped you kind of get through um, those moments and how you are where you are today? Yeah. I like to talk about the uh, just healing from abuse. I think that yeah. there's probably a lot of the viewers that can relate to that part of their story. Something like that may have happened in their childhood or adulthood. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that until I actually could admit and like look myself in the mirror mm -hmm. and go, yes, this has happened. I, the way that I coped was just pretend like nothing ever happened. Right, yeah. And so that was my coping mechanism. Other people cope differently, but I was like, I'm just gonna achieve, I'm just gonna get different accolades, I'm just gonna kill this life and nobody will ever know my secret. Mm -hmm. And so I got to this point with God, it was just him and I, and he's like, just, just say it, just look yourself in the mirror and say that you have been abused. And that was, that was the first step of actual healing. Mm -hmm. And then I can just continued through uh, reading his word even and trying to just let that heal me. Mm -hmm. um, but I was dealing with my secret in secret with him <laughs> until I actually uh, had that call into ministry. And it was just a few years ago, about six years ago. And I sat down with my pastor and he said, hey, you know what? You actually need to go to counseling. And I went, counseling? I tell people to go to counseling. I don't go to counseling. And he goes, no, you need to go to counseling. Like, stop thinking that is something for like a weaker person. This is for someone who wants to be healthy all the time. And so I think if I were to break it down into practical steps, it's like admit it first, talk to somebody rather than kind of just holding on to my secret, yeah. but exposing it because we have the hope of glory. Yeah. And so I wanna live that out, yeah. that that same resurrecting power I can have access to in my life. Amazing. So you hit this detour and you're talking about the secret that you hold and, and I'm, ton of our listeners and viewers are probably in that same space you are, but there's freedom in speaking it out, being honest, getting help, being open, seeing a counselor, but even saying it out loud so it's not a secret hidden. To there's yourself. freedom in that to yourself you know, and then to others. Yeah, trusted people. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Good. I'm so glad. Yidalette. I had to reconstruct, right? So yeah. for first it was like this dismantling. It was like this house that had been built and um, without awakening, it was like everything came crumbling down. And so then it's like you set out into the wilderness and you figure out, okay, so what is true and what is real and where's God in this? Actually, I wasn't looking for God. 
But in, you know, mm -hmm. there is that honing system within us that is looking for God. And so I left South Africa, I went to Taiwan, I lived in Taiwan, uh, met an incredible Canadian woman who, um, who showed me a different kind of Jesus. Mm. Once I started to get to know Jesus, it was beautiful how this Jesus invited me into the story of justice. Mm. I was like, okay, now we're going to start working on this white Afrikaner identity and what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And what is my heart for justice? And so I felt like I, had, I didn't have a whole lot of mentors. My mentors had to become the people that suffered the injustice. Mm. Wow. So what I had to do was I just had to, I just had to start listening. Yeah. Like, I think what I'm hearing, though, for you in the detour, it's, it's you, you chose to go on the journey. Like I think a lot of people could be confronted with what you did and went, whatever, can't change it or I'm fine with it or that's who I am. Right? And I think for you to choose to say, okay, I'm gonna go on this journey and work hard at it, figure out those spaces, read, find mentors and get there, that's good. And it mm -hmm. takes that kind of courage and diligence and perseverance and resilience to get there. And there is a cost. There is a cost. Yes. But the cost, not doing it is even greater. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good, thank you, that's really, really good. Yeah, Sherry, for you. Uh, a couple words come to my mind and the first would be identity. It's struggling with where is my identity and where does that lie and who does God say I, I am and am I actually living in that and walking in that with mm. confidence. The second word uh, would be lordship. That am I actually holding my life and those around me, my ideas, my dreams, my call loosely before the Lord and saying, whatever you have for me, I'm gonna say yes. Then that hitting on, how am I to love a man who was married before, walked cancer with her? How am I supposed to love their child? And God totally uh, transformed my heart yeah. to hold them loosely and to love them greatly. Wow, mm -hmm. that is beautiful. So identity, identity and lordship. And lordship. Brian. Idolet said a word about wilderness that I, I resonated. When, when the news came that we were not delivered from Fragile X and that our son had it, I, I felt like for a long time, months, I stumbled around in the wilderness trying to find a place of orientation. And, and, and one of my shifts was for me as a worship leader and a songwriter, I went from expressions of I know <laughs> to expressions of I don't know, but, but hopefully I can get to trust again, right? Yeah. So that was part of the shift. And then eventually what began to happen was my, our, our son, Isaiah, began to be revealed the, the, the gift he was, the love gift he was. He's mm -hmm. such an affectionate kind-hearted human being and I recognize this is what I thought was a detour is actually yeah. the destination it's yes. actually yes. the reason why we live is to learn mm -hmm. to give and receive love and we we were like oh this isn't what we wanted <laughs> and there is my teacher and my yeah. my yeah. my my Jesus, so to speak, right in the face of my son coming right up to me and going, you know, without words, I love you. And, you know, so 
But I mean, we're so thankful yeah. that we didn't get what we wanted. <laughs> and we're so thankful that we, that we have the blessing of Isaiah in our life. Mm -hmm. It slowed us down. I have to accept less invitations. I have to adjust. I say now, our boys set the rhythm of our days. Mm, yeah. And they have needs, and we try and make sure that those needs are met first before we do other things. And it, but what a gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know the beautiful thing I'm hearing about detours? It's not what we wanted. Mm. But in a, in a way, as you're saying, it's not what we want, but it's actually what we need. Yeah. And yet, it fights everything in you to say, but in practicality and in my, in my being, I don't like that. I don't want that. And it's the same thing as you shared, Sherry. I went through you know, very difficult divorce and being left is not the plan. When I made that commitment, it was forever. Mm -hmm. And when somebody says, I don't want you anymore, it's, you work through abandonment and shame. But the story for you all that it's been a hard journey, but man, here we are as people still living and breathing and making impact in our influences. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Well, now let's go to Joanna, our Bible teacher. She shares from the good word about finding mercy and grace in our time of need. Thanks, Mel. You know, a lot of us make a lot of plans and we have a lot of dreams for our life. And of course, the longer you go in life, the more you know that some plans and some dreams, they don't actually come to be. Now, sometimes that's because of how life went or sometimes that's because of ourselves. And sometimes actually we're glad that the dream or the plan we had didn't work out in the end. With hindsight, we can see actually that would have been a bad way to go. Uh, but then there's a lot of stuff that we plan and dream that maybe turns out differently than what we expected. And it can be hard, it can be painful, it can feel unfair. The Bible talks a lot about this. There's this text that we love to quote and put on plaques and use it as an encouragement that's out of Jeremiah 29 at verse 11. And it is encouraging, but I wanna also give you some context for it. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, "'For I know the plans I have for you,' declares the Lord, "'plans for you to prosper and not to harm you, "'plans to give you hope and a future.'" I love that text in Jeremiah because it does remind us that God sees us, He knows us, and He has a plan for our life, for hope and a future. But the reality is, the context of this verse is given in a time of great difficulty for His people. The Israelites are in captivity, and they're being told that things are not going to go as they expected it to go. That they're in a place where they're going to be for a long time, and it's a place they don't want to be. And God is saying, but don't worry, in the middle of things not going how you thought it was going to go, I have good plans for you. I know what I'm doing with your life and you can trust me. You know, even if your entire life, like these people at this moment in Jeremiah 29, their entire life was going to be spent in a place and a way that they didn't want it to go, the good news is that God is with them, that he cares for them, that he sees them, that he has a plan even in the most difficult and unexpected things that come up in our life, and that he has a hope and a future for us. If we know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have a hope and a future. So if you know Jesus today, no matter what your circumstances, you have a hope and a future. And if you don't know him, would you ask him into your life today? Invite Jesus to give you a hope and a future as you put your trust in him. Back to you, Mel. Well, it's been a great show. So honest. Thank you so much for your just honesty and authenticity about your detours. 
But as we share, I know that there are many listeners and viewers who are stuck. They're either delayed, waiting for what's going to happen, or they just are resisting change. What would you all say to that person who is really discouraged about their detour and change right now? Anne? Yeah, I think of that person who's watching and going, yeah, I relate to that. I feel stuck in my detour. And that's where God met me was when I was yes. stuck in my detour. And it was through his word. So my encouragement is not my own words because it's not about impressive words, but the, it actually is the kingdom of God is about power. And so as I was reading through his word, Isaiah 61 has like changed my life mm -hmm. because through those verses said, I'll take your shame and I'll give you a, a double portion of honor. I'll take dishonor. I'll put it on myself and I'll give you honor. I'll take all of your distress and I'll give you joy. Mm. It was through uh, just, just the word of God that where power resided and it changed my life. Mm, that's good. And the promises that he says and speaks out can be promises that we can take too through the detour. Hang on to that. Yeah, forever. yeah. Fantastic. Sherry. Mm, I think, um, should I sing right yeah, now? Yeah, go I for it. Really? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't sing. Oh, sure. I was really waiting for you to sing. <laughs> the song, it's such a, okay. it's a simple song, but it's like my theme song is mm -hmm. Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Yes, love it. And so through it all, whatever you're facing, I would say turn your eyes to Jesus and mm -hmm. to look at him and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim. The mindset and heart heart set yeah. to just really sit before God, be real. Dan, uh, David was so real. Mm -hmm. Here's my blah, and then the big but. But yet, God, I will praise you. Mm -hmm. But you're still real. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Brian, your encouragement. Oh, you know, I, I, I know what it's like to be in a, in a place where you didn't expect to be. And I can imagine there's people watching and listening that find themselves there. I guess my encouragement is that wherever you are, there's going to be something in that place that's going to show you love and grace. There's going to be a whisper. There's going to be something there because whether it's in the natural world or in the people around us, God's whispers of grace are all happening yeah. all around us and mm -hmm. but sometimes we just so desperately want to be somewhere else mm -hmm. and we have to sometimes let that go and let love find us where we actually are not where we wish yeah. we could be yeah. and so for the listeners that's what i would encourage them is, is listen to the whispers of love and grace that are that are near you they're not far away yeah beautiful thanks brian Chase after God's heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's, it's going to be okay. There is a place for every one of us on this beautiful earth. Mm -hmm. And the story is just unfolding. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a lot of pain to be healed. And we can be part of that if we choose to do that. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be made right. Mm -hmm. And we can be part of that yeah. if we choose to do that. But chase after God's heart. Yeah, good. And thank you, Sherry, Brian, and Idolette, for your sharing of story and for the encouragement and inspiration that detours don't have to get you stuck. It's a perspective and how we see them to say it's might, it might not be what we thought we wanted, 
but maybe these are detours that we need. Mm -hmm. And maybe God is speaking to us to say, maybe we need you to be a little bit more thinking other-centered or changing the trajectory because I have a bigger plan in mind. Mm -hmm. I have a bigger plan to learn about what really love is. Mm -hmm. And we have a bigger plan of what really love is in a blended family. And we have a bigger plan to have freedom when we share our secret and begin healing for others so that they can share their secret. We have another plan to kind of get you out of what we thought was right and what was good, and yet God's saying, no, it isn't. There is actually my plan of the whole world redeemed with equality and love for all people. Like, think about that for a second. We look so inward and so little, and God has a much bigger plan. And so what we're doing is changing and reframing how we look at detours. And I think you really said it, that detours aren't something that are bad that will get us stuck, but detours can be those moments to say, whoa, it's time to make a change. And so God, we trust you. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna listen to those whispers of grace and love to him. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, all of you, for being on the show. And to you, our viewers and listeners, we wanna encourage you. We hope these stories encouraged you. And if we can help you in any way, go to seeherelove.com. Uh, know that we're praying for you, that on our website there's tons of content and resources to help you on your journey and get you unstuck from their detours. Also, please share our show to people who are stuck to encourage them that there is hope. And for you who are despairing and alone and frustrated and delayed and don't want to pivot or afraid of change, know the one who can give you hope, who understands you and loves you, is near. And his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we pray that you will search and find him and know him today. And always know, too, that in the detours and in your changes, you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.